I don't have my full fancy podcast setup, so we're going with the AirPods for microphone this time. Thankfully, my audio editor, Josh, is fantastic, and he will make this podcast sound professional, even if it lacks some of the tools and resources that I normally have when I'm recording. So I am double masked and bathed in hand sanitizer so that I could get on an airplane to travel to New York City today in the midst of the surge of Omicron. There were like 12 people on my flight. Like literally, I'm not exaggerating. Um, I guess more if you count the airplane staff, but I don't think there were more than 20 humans on that airplane. And the airport was a ghost town and traffic in New York was actually very, very non-existent. So clearly the world is aware that the pandemic is surging. But I am in New York City because I had an opportunity that I just couldn't say no to. And so it was worth a little bit of risk and upheaval to make it happen. So I thought I would spend a few minutes today on the episode talking about the project I'm working on and why I have braved the pandemic to travel to be here in New York. It is a project very close to my heart and close to the why capital W behind why Zen Founder exists at all. So stay tuned and we will talk about the importance of mental health for people early on in their journey of starting and growing a business. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means, sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs, and I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. Between April and September of 2021, more than 24 million American employees left their jobs, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. This is the highest number in this amount of time since people started keeping track of this information. And according to a recent study commissioned by Intuit, 17 million folks plan to start businesses in 2022. And of those 17 million folks, about a third of them will probably hire employees. So we are in the midst of what some have called the great resignation, but without a doubt, there is something shifting in the relationship between humans and their workplace, such that more and more people are feeling like becoming an entrepreneur, starting your own business is a good plan for them, for their lives. Lots of folks have written about this topic. There's a lot of articles about why people think this is happening. Of course, many people want the entrepreneurial life, location, independence, time flexibility. Some of the disruption of COVID-19 has taught us that there are different ways to get work done. And many folks don't want to go back to the cubicle. Many employees are also getting a really interesting perspective on their companies as they've watched their companies respond to the stressors of COVID-19. Not all companies have done well. And so people who feel frustrated or perhaps a level of mistrust with their company and their company's decision-making are, of course, more likely to look for other opportunities or more likely to create those opportunities for themselves. I also think that because the pandemic has created so much loss of many different kinds, loss of plans, loss of freedom and flexibility, and literal loss of life, those kinds of losses do create grief. And I think grief is a catalytic event. It helps 
us or forces us to reassess our values and double check that whether we are spending our life doing the things that are most important to us. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the Great Reset. And I think the Great Reset is really connected to the Great Resignation. And at least one contributor to those shifts is pervasive cultural experience of grief. So why am I in New York? I was contacted by a team at Intuit, the company that brings us TurboTax and QuickBooks and MailChimp. They have been seeing these same trends in people leaving traditional employment and are observing this surge in folks starting their own businesses. And because Intuit offers a number of products that serve early stage or early start entrepreneurs, they're of course paying a lot of attention to what entrepreneurs need. So they reached out to me with an invitation to be involved in a campaign that they are working on to help raise awareness around some of the unique challenges and needs of early stage entrepreneurs. They of course provide a lot of the practical tools that entrepreneurs need to work out taxes and payroll, but I've been in conversation with them about how those things are important, not only in just the practicalities of getting business done, but in the overall well-being and sustainability of an entrepreneur and their business over the course of time. So I have the opportunity to spend a couple of days doing media interviews and really educating people about entrepreneur mental health, especially as it relates to people who are just starting out. I'm super excited. To be completely honest, I've never done anything like this before. Of course, I've been on a lot of podcasts and had probably thousands, easily measurable in thousands of conversations about entrepreneur mental health over the last five to 10 years. But I think on Friday, I have 28 television interviews around this topic. They're sort of stacked back to back. They're in five to seven minute increments. So it's going to be an interesting day of staying really focused and keyed in on the topic and on the conversation. I'll admit I've been feeling a little overwhelmed by that many conversations in one day. And I was just on a call with my own mastermind group when one of my friend's colleagues reminded me, hey, Sherry, really focus on the why. Why are you doing this? Why are you here? Why are you talking? So when you start to get tired, remember the why. And of course, for me, the why is that People who are starting businesses are working really hard, and it's really important for them to know that they're not alone and that there are all kinds of resources that can support them and help make their lives easier. That's simple. It's straightforward. If you've been listening to this podcast any number of times, you've heard me say it before. One of the things that makes life sustainable for entrepreneurs is feeling like they are able to master the important tasks of running the business, maybe not perfectly, especially not at the beginning, but feeling like they have enough competence that they can relax a little bit into the things that they really love, the creative design, the software architecture, the art, the consulting work, the conversations. In the early days especially, all of the mechanics the logistics have the potential to really like sap someone's energy and someone's joy such that they spend so much time doing the things that they don't care about, that they are on the fast track to burnout. Being able to have your time directed at the activities that yield the most benefit for you and for your business. Usually it's the things that you love, the things that you're good at, but having that time and flexibility is a a really important buffer to burnout and makes 
business sustainable over time. It also helps keep families intact and together. It also helps keep relationships healthy between entrepreneurs who are parents and their children, between entrepreneurs who are in partnerships and their significant others, between humans who have friends. When there's a little bit of margin, when there's a little bit of ease, then entrepreneurs are able to show up well in all of the different aspects of their life and aren't just giving themselves to the business and giving everything else their leftovers. I am so glad that a company like Intuit and like these various media outlets are interested in this conversation. Realize that business owners aren't machines. They aren't just output robots, but that they are humans. So I feel really privileged to be able to lend my voice to this conversation and to hopefully help raise some awareness about how to help those early phases of running a business be a little bit easier, a little bit more sane. So I'll do my best to represent you all well. And if you are an early start entrepreneur, you're somewhere in the first couple of years and you feel like there are resources or tools that would be really helpful to you, let me know. I'll pass them along to the powers that be and see if we can get some traction on your requests. I'll be posting some uh, videos of my journey, my um, deep dive into the world of traditional media on Instagram and on LinkedIn. So if you follow me on those platforms, I will see you there. If not, well, this serves as your warning that um, Zen founders go into television for one day only, unless there's a longer opportunity. In which case I take back all of the mean things that I've said about reality TV over the years. Totally down for the entrepreneur mental health reality TV show. Let's do that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.